1: morning, everyone. Welcome to Trades News in a Nutshell. It is Tuesday morning, the 28th of June, 2022. Good to have your company for the next hour. Daniel Petru in the chair before Matty White and James Magnusson will take you through the breakfast show through 1170 seventy SEN and through 1620 Gold Coast and SCNQ. It'll be Pat and Heels. A lot to get through between now and 6am 0457 736 736 is the text number you can call, one 300 you are going to have a chat to Chris Perkins in about 15 minutes' time in America. He'll fill us in on everything going on over there. He's also been keeping a keen eye on Wimbledon. Now, we were going to speak to Brett Phillips, but he is busy at the moment working for Channel 9. I'll give you a, a more general overlay of what has happened at Wimbledon shortly, but we've got a match on at the moment with James Duckworth taking on Andy Murray. Uh, Duckworth actually took the first set, one love, but Andy Murray, as we speak, serving to square it up, he's leading 5-3 in the second set and on serve at 40 love. so you'd imagine in just a second he will take that second set. We'll keep an eye on that throughout the course of the next hour, and I'll give you an update about some of the other things that have happened around at Wimbledon. Today, it is one and a half past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yes, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Uh, as I said, going to have a chat to Chris Perkins in a little while. Andy Murray has taken that second set. So it's now one set all between Andy Murray and James Duckworth in the first round at Wimbledon. Uh, yes, yeah, so going to have a chat with Chris Perkins. He's going to tell us a story about from the NHL about a trophy that got damaged in Celebration's. So it got me thinking o four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy the weird and bizarre of sport. What have you seen on field, off field that just stands out for some unknown reason? O four five seven seven three six seven three six. I'm sure there's been a lot of it. Or one eleven o one eleven seventy. I'm looking forward to hearing that chat from Chris Perkins, and I also want to get your thoughts. And I threw it out yesterday, but we were sort of in the middle of celebrating. If you're in New South Wales, uh, the victory by New South Wales, and commiserating. If you're in Queensland, Latrell Mitchell. Does he play? Game three, the decider of state of origin. If he gets through this weekend and he is fit, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy chance to win a Velvareen t-shirt this morning. And the reason I start off with Latrell Mitchell is he's put up a cryptic message, which has added an intriguing twist to the race to the New South Wales left centre spotter ahead of the Origin decider in Brisbane. Now. We know how good Matt Burden was. I said yesterday when I was talking to Charlie, I thought, look, Nathan Cleary was definitely the best New South Wales player, in particular in that second half. He steered New South Wales around the park brilliantly and deserved his man of the match award. But not far behind him was Matt Burden. I thought he was probably our best in the first half. Excellent in the second half. And having the chance for him to put up those spiraling bombs and giving some pressure or taking some pressure away from Nathan Cleary and Jerome Lew, I definitely helped. So I I think as long as he is fit, he has to be there. Jack Wynan, of course, he was best on ground in game one, but he was forced to withdraw from from game two because of COVID-19. Now, he was easily the best in game one, as we said, and we were talking to Charlie about this. Stephen Crichton, uh, whilst I don't think he did anything dramatically wrong on Sunday night, he was caught out defensively, a couple of times. Now, Whiten was Mitchell handed Mitchell's number three jumper in Sydney after the South Sydney fullback was ruled out with a hamstring injury. But with Mitchell due back this weekend, the fullback is ready to get his hands on the New South Wales number three again. Now, Latrell Mitchell responded to a post about Coach Brad Fittler's selection headache, saying Burton can have the number four. Um, when asked about Mitchell's message, Fitler said he would be closely watching the 25-year-old's return on Saturday night against Parramatta. Uh, Parramatta. Fitler said, Luttrell is a selector now. He's a very talented broke, uh, bloke, uh, Luttrell. I look forward to watching him this week. I think we all miss watching Luttrell. I think South Sydney need him and it would be good to see him back. Matt Burden played really well, but in a week, a lot can happen. The selection dilemma now for Fitler is who will play at left centre if Mitchell does now his NRL return this week, which is doubling as an origin audition. As I said, Stephen Crichton looks to be the biggest selection loser after the Penrith Centre delivered two lacklustre performances for the Blues so far. Although I do think his first performance wasn't entirely his fault. I don't think he should have been on the bench. Fitler said, Burton made a dream debut, Indicated Canterbury playmaker has done enough to keep his spot in the side. He was fantastic. I'm really happy for him. He's a really good football player. Great to watch. For a young fella to do what he's done, go to another club. He's been under the pump. They didn't have a great start to the year. Then getting his opportunity and nailing it. It's what dreams are made of. And Burden also has no plans on ho- handing over his spot without a fight. By the way, Brad Fittler uh, on the run home a uh, little later on tonight, about 5 p.m. as well. So Latrell Mitchell in or out for Origin three? The decider. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. As I said yesterday, it's, uh, if he's fit and he gets through the game against the Eels all right on uh, this weekend, Fitler will have to be tempted to select him, surely. He is an X factor. But then what, what does he do with Matt Byrne and what does he do with Jack White? And it's a good headache to have... But it's a headache nonetheless, I'm sure. Would you have them there? 0457-736-736 or 1300 one 11170 Also, the weird in sport. What have you seen? Maybe during a rugby league match, a tennis match? 0457-736-736. I'll get Chris Perkins in around about 10 minutes to explain why we're talking all about that at six and a half past five. Now, Bad news for the Newcastle Knights and potentially bad news for Queensland as well. Kalen Ponga will need a medical clearance to play in Origin 3 as Wayne Bennett has hit out at the bunker's intervention in ruling out players. Kalen Ponga will not line up for Newcastle in their clash against the Gold Coast on Friday which looms as an important matchup for both struggling clubs. There is also no certainty Ponga will be cleared to play in the Origin decider having suffered his second head knock in three weeks. Ponga will have to meet with a specialist to be given the all clear to return to the field. That is bad news for the Newcastle Knights. Remember that game against the Raiders a couple of weeks ago when he was struggling with a stomach bug and he still played very, very well. They lost just thanks to a Hudson Young try, but they need him in the team uh, for, I'm not going to say then not any chance of beating the Titans without Kalen Ponga because the Titans have been very disappointing this season as well. But I would give them a much better chance if Ponga does play. But, uh, yeah, two head knocks in the past three weeks. uh, Worrying times for not just Newcastle, but Queensland. Uh, In better news, Ryan Pappenhausen will make his return for Melbourne on Thursday night. But uh, the jury remains out on Cameron Munster as Storm officials await his return to Melbourne. Now, we know Pappenhausen hasn't played since round nine after suffering... Uh, knee and hamstring problems, he then, as we know, caught COVID, ruining any chance of returning for the Storm and forcing his way into the New South Wales side for the second State of Origin game. However, he will make his long-awaited comeback against the Seagulls at Four Pints Park, giving him one game to force his way into Blues calculations for the Decider at Suncorp Stadium. Um, in terms of Pappenhausen being... Brought in to the state of origin side, we know he was in sensational form before he got injured, and in my opinion, probably would have been on that side in that side, probably on the bench as the utility. But again, we speak about the same situation with Latrell Mitchell. Um, he was in very good form; he would have definitely been selected. But now, after two winning game, well, one winning game and one brilliant performance the other night. Does Ryan Pappenhausen even even if he plays the house down against Manly on the weekend? Does he force his way into that Origin side? I'm not sure. Uh, they In the meantime, the Storm are going to face a nervous wait to see whether Munster will be sidelined after he suffered a shoulder injury in Origin 2. The Storm and Queensland Superstar finished the game, but conceded afterwards he was battling with a shoulder problem suffered when he was collected by Stephen Crider in the second half. Better news for the Panthers, though. Nathan Cleary will be free to play on Friday night against the Sydney Roosters, and in the deciding game of State of Origin, after the Panthers confirmed he avoided a charge for his tackle on Cadillac, Ponga on Sunday night. Um, Cleary was placed on report after Ponga was forced from the field for a head injury assessment in the second half of that Blues thrashing of Queensland in Perth, prompting fears the Blues star could be charged by the Match Review Committee. However, the official charge sheet from the NRL Match Review Committee uh, said that he has not been charged. So good news for Nathan Cleary and the Penrith Panthers against the Roosters on Friday night. It will be interesting just to see, and I would expect him to play, I'd expect most players to back up because it's a longer turnaround from when it is played on a Wednesday night. But be interesting to see if there will be any temptation by some of the head coaches, especially in the teams that are at the top, Penrith and Melbourne, if there will be... Just the temptation to potentially rest a couple of their superstars. It has been a very, very busy few weeks, and we now know that we're heading into a decider. I'm sure they'll want to play, and I think the majority of them will. But there is always that temptation. But, of course, that could always happen after Origin 3 as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. After the break, I'll give you a Wimbledon update. Lots happening on day one, including Kokonakis through to the second round where he's going to meet Novak Djokovic. I'll give you a comprehensive update on what is happening at Wimbledon at the moment. And we'll cross to America and have a chat with Chris Perkins from the United States of America. O four five seven seven three six seven six or 1300 01 1170 is our number. It's 11 past five. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. And it is quarter past five. Good to have you Company one 1170 or 457 Time to do a Wimbledon update. No Brett Phillips today, but he'll be joining us throughout the course of the tournament. He's currently working on Channel 9 on the Andy Murray match. I'll tell you about that in a moment. This is all thanks to Hume Tennis. Perfect also for interstate tennis groups travelling to Melbourne. Check out humentennis.com.au. A U and a busy first day at Wimbledon, as you'd expect. So through some of the key of the key results, uh, Tanasi Kokonakis getting a good win through to the second round, one in straight sets, 7-6 in a tiebreaker, then 6-2, 7-5. He will meet Novak Djokovic, who was fourth to four sets, 1-6-3, 3-6, 3 6-4 in the end. So well done to Novak Djokovic. He will meet Kokonakis. That'll be an interesting Uh, match in a couple of days' time. Rude, uh, who performed very well, as we know, at the French Open, he's through in straight sets as well, 7-6, 7-6, 6-2. On court at the moment, we've got Andy Murray and James Duckworth. It's one set all. Uh, Duckworth took the first set, then Andy Murray the second set, and it's one game all in that third set. So we'll keep an eye on that. Good first set by James uh, Duckworth, the Australian, but Andy Murray finding back and taking that second set quite convincingly, but we'll keep you across that. John Millman is also on court at the moment into the fourth set, lost the first set 6-3, won the second set 6-2, then lost the third set 6-3, and it is now one all in this fourth set. We'll keep our eye on that. And in terms of the women's singles as well, and what we have seen overnight in terms of the tennis, uh, just some of the big names, uh, the Madison Keys match, unfortunately, was cancelled. But at the moment, got a stack of matches in action. The Australian Sharma has taken the first set 6-4, and is, uh, but just the second set is just starting now. Uh Kerber is in action as well and has just won her match 6 love 7-5 so good win for her as well uh bad news for Madison Inglis uh she lost her game in three sets Danielle Collins we remember her from the Australian Open she was ranked 7th but she actually has lost her match uh 7-5 7564646. Well, four, six. Uh, so she's bowed out of the tournament, the number seventh seed as well. So a heap going on and still going on uh, in terms of the first day at Wimbledon. But that's just some of the key results. So, Danielle Collins, we might ask uh, actually. Uh, Chris Perkins, that in just a second. That's a bit of a shock loss. He was very, very good during the Australian Open. Thanks to Hume Tennis, that all was perfect also for interstate tennis groups travelling to Melbourne. Check out au. Keep you across that Andy Murray-James Duckworth match as well. Now let's have a chat to Chris Perkins in America. A morning to you, Chris, just before we get to some of the topics. That's a disappointing result for Danielle Collins out in the first round of Wimbledon
0: and uh, i i'm not around i wasn't around that one this morning mm. no and one of the ma one of the matches i hadn't followed so far today so uh but yeah I mean, to lose out in the first round though that just sucks yeah show up show up plan on plan on maybe staying a week in London, bounced on more on day one ouch
1: yeah seventh seed very very disappointing for her after uh, her successful run at the australian Open what have you been keeping an eye on at Wimbledon mm-hmm. i know you know, it's very, very interesting uh, here. It's on overnight here, although at the moment we're in a good match with Andy Murray and James Duckworth. But it's such a great tournament to watch, isn't it?
0: Yeah, now you know how I feel whenever the Australian <laughs> Open's on. Yes, yes. A payback.
1: Yes. Now, uh, Wimbledon Wimbledon
0: is one of my it, – it, no, not one of. My favorite tennis tournament. And it goes back to when I was growing up, when I was a kid back in the 80s, early 90s. Um, Wimbledon, it, it's summertime – I'm out of school, and it was one of those rare things to see live sport on middle of the day, middle of the week, and it was Wimbledon because HBO every day during the during Wimbledon would air it for like five hours every day and it's mm. commercial free. Mm. So you know my dad my dad enjoyed watching Wimbledon, and, and I grew to grew to enjoy watching Wimbledon. This is the this is the one tournament in tennis that I don't miss. I make sure I watch a very good amount of uh, of the Wimbledon tournament. And you mentioned uh, James Duckworth. He is not making too many friends in SW19 right now just because he is taking on Andy Murray and dared to take a set from him.
1: No, uh, yeah, not not many friends. I just was watching <laughs> um, this match while we were talking. Uh, Andy Murray just copied a bit of a Nick Kyrgios game, did an under... Uh, underarm serve, which I don't know if I've ever seen Andy Murray Ooh. do before. So, well done uh, to him. Nick Kyrgios, by the way. We'll talk more about this later. Nick Kyrgios, a lot of people favouring him to do well in this tournament. But let's move away uh, from Wimbledon. Now, I'm asking our listeners on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, the weird and wonderful in sport. Uh, yoval truman has been in touch saying, Mike Tyson biting Evander Holyfield, uh, Holyfield's ear. Still one of the weirdest sporting moments. I mentioned this because of the Stanley Cup, but something happened to the trophy, didn't it?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah. uh, The, uh, the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup last night. Mm. Now it is, it's the oldest trophy in North American sport. First awarded in 1893 Mm. by, by the governor general of Canada to uh, uh, an amateur hockey club in Canada. Uh, and it has it has been the tradition now for the last almost hundred years it 's been in the possession of the National Hockey League as their championship trophy mm. uh, Last night when it was presented the the captain gets it, he skates it around, hands it off to his teammates. They kind of pass it on down the line to let all the players and get get a chance to skate around with the Stanley Cup over their head well the, la- the apparently the last guy who did it uh, and i the name escapes me. But the team was gathering for the team photo mm. with the Stanley Cup front and center. And the guy who was carrying the cup, God bless him, uh, he slipped. Oh, dear. With the cup in his hand, down goes the cup, and you, there is a big dent in the base of the Stanley Cup. And it's very plain to see. And, and the still photos, immediately after that moment, They are absolutely priceless because if you see the reaction of everybody else that's going to be in the team photo, it is somewhere between shock and just hilarious laughter at what happened at that moment.
1: I remember here after the 2013, I think it was, NRL Grand Final where the Roosters won. One of their star players at the time, James Maloney, um, and the celebration, uh, as you'd expect, um, and everyone, uh, the way it works here, and I'm sure in most sports there as well, is uh, each player from the winning team gets up and takes a medal, I think. And not many people spotted this at the time, but they he had his family around him, obviously, and everyone was very happy. Uh, in the end, his kid, who would have been, I don't know, about four or five years old at the time, was heading up to the stage and thankfully was okay and slipped and fell completely on his face Uh, and everyone yes, thankfully he was okay. I don't even think James Maloney realised it at the time. (laughs) He was too busy uh, celebrating (laughs) so you just got to be very careful it's uh, all very happy times but uh, yeah, you do have to be uh, a little careful if you've got any suggestions. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Uh, Now, latest on the NFL in particular, a story surrounding, I think it's the Cleveland Browns
0: Yeah, Deshaun Watson, their quarterback, uh, there's a hearing starting today to determine his punishment. Of course, Deshaun Watson, uh, formerly of the Houston Texans, now the uh, Brown starting or presumed Brown starting quarterback, Mm. um, has been accused by more than two dozen women of sexual assault during massage sessions uh, in civil lawsuits. Now, 20 or so of these have been settled uh, with an undisclosed uh, uh, monetary payment to the women to dismiss the lawsuit. But a handful are still pending. The NFL, though, they are going to determine what type of football punishment he should have. Mm. He didn't play last year for Houston, traded to Cleveland for a small mint in in terms of assets, namely high first-round draft picks for the next three, the next three years by Cleveland, among others. Uh, And then they proceeded to give him a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract to, to be their quarterback. The reports are that the NFL is pushing for a one year suspension Mm. for Deshaun Watson. This, this could be massive because remember their, their quarterback last year, Baker Mayfield, uh, he and the Browns have not seen eye to eye. Their relationship has not been the best this off season. And there's questions of, whether, of, of what's going to happen if uh, Deshaun gets suspended for a year. Do they try to go back and play nice with Baker Mayfield and say pretty, pretty pleased with Sugar on top, will you come be our quarterback this year, even though we're going to kick you to the curb next year when Deshaun's eligible? That, that's, the, that's the big question around, surrounding Cleveland, mm-hmm. it, it, their, their, quarterback, uh, their, their quarterback question mark, shall we say.
1: Yes, very, very interesting, all of that. And just uh, quickly, the latest on this Brittany uh, Griner situation in Russia.
0: Yeah, she's a WNBA star, plays in the, uh, the offseason in Russia. Mm. Back in February, you may remember, she got arrested mm. at uh, the airport in Moscow uh, with vials of, of, vapes, of, of vape juice that allegedly had hashish oil in them. Uh, she's been in jail in Russia. I can't imagine a worse place on the planet than that <laughs> uh, for the past four months. She had a, a hearing yesterday outside Moscow, and her trial is scheduled to begin on Friday in in Moscow. Okay. And she's facing up to 10 years in prison. Uh, the United States State Department, the U.S. State Department, they have uh, dec- declared her a wrongful detainee, and they are working to uh, – get her release, but it's uh, negotiations between two countries that, even on a good day, really don't like each other, and these are far from good days between the U.S. and Russia.
1: No, that'll be an interesting story to keep across over the next couple of weeks. Now, we're going to speak again next Tuesday, and then you're out of the USA for a week or so, aren't you?
0: Yeah, two weeks from now, if I time this right, I'll be doing this segment from a pub somewhere in Scotland.
1: Uh, whereabouts? Somewhere, outside,
0: somewhere around Glasgow.
1: Glasgow, I love. Well, I haven't been to Glasgow. I've been to Edinburgh. Um, Glasgow, maybe a little later on in the year. But oh, that'll be very, very nice. Uh,
0: when, you... l- listen, when when I was when I was booking this trip, I was looking for ho- uh, relatively cheap hotel rooms. Anything closer than Glasgow is running like two, three, four hundred bucks a night. Ooh,
1: okay. Well, that that well, you know, I ha-
0: I. I I I had to think financially, and Glasgow's only about 75 miles from St. Andrews. So, you know what, 75-mile drive, that's called a warm-up for me.
1: Yes, and I think you will uh, thoroughly enjoy your time in Glasgow. I just wonder how safe it is going to be to be able to do this cross after you've been. It's about 8.30 at night over in uh, the UK at the moment, so that'll be interesting after a, a couple of hours in the pub.
0: I am not that heavy of a drinker, Dan. Okay. Give me give me a little bit of credit here. I'll I will be fully sober for this report two weeks from today.
1: You're better than man I th- promise. You're a better man than me. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. We'll chat hey, again. listen. Yes. Listen,
0: my my kid can not drive the rental car. I gotta drive the rental car, so I gotta stay sober.
1: Yep. Yep. And of course, drink responsibly. Thank you, uh, Chris. We'll, spe- we'll speak next week. See ya. Chris Perkins in the United States of America. Yes, he's heading to St Andrews uh, in a couple of weeks' time. So he's very much looking forward to that. Uh, Twenty-eight past five. Oh four five seven 736736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Just before a break, um, the international round of rugby league, of course, state of origin has dominated over the past forty-eight or so hours, uh, and rightly so, especially over. Uh, New South Wales a great win, but I thought it was a fantastic weekend, a rugby league. I know Vossi was on the breakfast show yesterday, and I know others have also said this about why are we getting rid of it? It was just an amazing weekend, in particular that New Zealand and Tonga match. However, they are looking at revamping that next year. But speaking of the UK, we've got a World Cup in just over three months' time, and what, what do we take out of the weekend just gone now? Quite obviously, Australia wasn't involved in the weekend, so they'll probably still be favourites heading into the World Cup, and rightly so. But, gee, I thought New Zealand were good against Tonga. Tonga were a bit off their game, but New Zealand was, were fantastic. I thought Joey Manu at uh, fullback was sensational. Their halves were great. And, look, I, I know we talk up New Zealand's chances a lot heading into World Cups, and they won it back in 2008, if you remember rightly. But they would have to be very, very hot favourites along with Australia to be at least in the final and potentially knock over Australia if they play at their best with their full strength team. They look absolutely sensational on a Saturday night. That Tonga a bit disappointing, but they'll build, I would imagine, when they get a few more games together and the other two games, good games as well. So what do you make of it? Uh, World Cup at the end of the year starts on the 15th of October, ends in Old Trafford on the 19th of November. England is probably, Great Britain, England is probably the other team that we haven't seen yet, and it will be on their home soil. And most people always write off England or Great Britain uh, straight away, but I, I give them a chance on their home soil as well. But this far out, Rugby League World Cup, you interest interested in it. Uh, I think once we get through, and at the moment, it's a bit hard to talk about it because we're in the middle of an exciting origin series and then the NRL season's really going to heat up, heading into the final rounds and then the finals. But I reckon we're in for a really good World Cup, Rugby League World Cup, at the end of the year over in the UK. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Do you see New Zealand potentially challenging Australia for that World Cup title? And are you excited for the Rugby League World Cup later on in the year at the end of the Rugby League season? If nothing else, even if you're not overly interested. It does add on another month of rugby league, which I don't think anyone will be complaining about. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Andy Murray in the third set, just quickly before a break, uh, he is running away with his third set. He is leading four games to one uh, on uh, serve at the moment, so looking to take it to five games to one, and it's one all. Uh, won it all, a set apiece one all after James Duckworth took that first set. But Andy Murray fought back and took the second set and is in control in the third set. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It is 29 minutes to six. And Andy Murray has taken that third set, so leads two sets to one over James Duckworth, winning that third set, 6-2. If you're running a small to medium business uh, as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. Text from Arthur, weird and wonderful Moments in sport, Mexico City, 1970 World Cup final, Brazil 4-1 winners over Italy and a three-time winner and a joyful palais, dressed only in his underpants at a Sambaro uh, being cheered through the teeming triumphant crowd and all around the ground. Arthur from Paddington, thank you for that text, mate. Keeping them coming in uh, for Matty White and James Magnuson 0457 736 736. And if you are in Queensland through 1620 or SENQ, Padding Heels, they're going to be joined by Ben Iken. Uh, the Broncos football manager and Brett Phillips will wrap up day one at Wimbledon, as he will uh, for our 1170 SEN listeners as well. Plus, Lee Hatchman, tell us on the show. Thanks for your company today. I'm off tomorrow. Maddie Cox will look after things, but I'll catch you back here Thursday morning, 5 a.m. Stand by for breakfast straight after the news. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's
0: number one decking brand.